Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. You are listening to the new man beyond the macho jerk and the new age wimp. Your host is men's coach, Trip Lemire. Are you holding yourself back from the life and work you truly want? Do your fears of rejection or going broke keep you playing small? And would others think you're weird if they knew what truly lights you up? Today, my wife Allison challenges me to go big. In this conversation, she pushes me to be more transparent about the work I feel called to do. We explore what keeps me playing small, and you'll hear why IFS founder Richard Schwartz probably won't talk to me anymore so anyway i was i was i was driving b to school this morning mm-hmm. and she said that she was really excited about art class and i said okay what's exciting about art mm-hmm. and she was telling me about she liked the teacher and she liked the project she was working on what's the project you're working on and she's like oh i'm working on the frida Kalio thing and i'm like oh you were doing that a while back and then I said, well, tell me, like, how big is the unibrow that you're painting on Frida? Dude. <laughs> and she was like, dad. And I was like, well, you, you got, she's got to have one. Signature. That's, That's her, her thing. Signature. Trademark. And I was like, did you know that, that Frida Kalia never needed to wear a hat? She had a visor. She had oh that, the, the furry visor Dude. up there. <laughs> and she was so like, rude. dad. And, and I was like, ask your teacher. Just bring it up with your teacher and ask her you know, about the visor situation. <laughs> she, I don't think she's going to do it. She said, she said that she said that there was uh that it was immature. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> I was like, I'm an adult male. What are you talking about here? So how, how could that be immature? Oh my God. I think it's well documented that Frida never needed to wear a hat. I think that's, she always had the visor. <laughs> Oh my gosh. She's really protected. <laughs> well documented. It's well documented. Look at every painting of her. Uh, <laughs> is this who I'm getting today for my interview too? For the interview? This part of me? Yeah. <laughs> the Frida Kalio historian? Your, is this your self-led part? The historian? <laughs> yes, the art historian. <laughs> I didn't do well in art history. That was a tough class. Uh, why? How was it tough for you? 
Was it design? I just, yeah, I just, I had zero relationship to the painting or to the artist. And it was just more like, this was painted in this century. And this was part of this movement. And it was, as soon as I learned about the artist and what they were about and what they were doing, then it stuck. It was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I know that. I know what that piece is now, but Mm. just showing something up on the wall. And yeah, yeah, this was 1573. It's like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Context. Context. Speaking of which, we don't have context today. We don't have any. (laughs) Got some loose ideas floating around. And uh, I didn't know that we were going to start recording now. I thought we were going to just sit up. My my suggestion was that we sit up here. We are. We're just, just sitting up here. Talking and then hit the record button at any time. Isn't this more work for you if you have to like edit? A it's bunch more of- work if I have to uh, think about when we're going to start it. Because as soon as I say I'm going to press record, your sphincter gets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I have to really watch what I say. What you're already doing. This, this is a lot different than where we were in the kitchen a little while ago. You think so? do <laughs> where were we in the kitchen a little while <laughs> <laughs> good i don't want to hear it <laughs> you were let it, you were listening yeah to me so but you I also did your smirky thing where you were listening to me and you had a smirk on your I, face i told you i was amused i was appreciating you you came home irritated and frustrated and you just you needed to talk and you went on a full rant like full circle on all all the points like not just the thing that you were irritated about but a few other things and i really appreciate that i appreciate that you feel comfortable doing that with me and i certainly do it plenty with you <laughs> what's the difference between my rant and my if i'm bitching and complaining like what's the difference uh, you're really in your, you're just in your process with it. Like you're letting, you're not, you're not trying to be, um, you're self mastered in a way of like, I'm super self aware that this is, you know, here, I, here's this part of me that's triggered or activated and here's what I know I need to do differently. Or like you, 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 you stop governing yourself in a way and you simply just let yourself be where you're at. And and that's sometimes it's just funny to me because you're not there very often. But you you you're not working hard to kind of hold yourself together. You you just let yourself be where you're at. You if you have a rant, you have a rant. You're not tracking like you asked me for my reflection on a certain couple of things. And I appreciated that because I could tell, I knew that you just weren't tracking that. So there's times where you're, you're sharing with me and you're tracking all of those things. So you're, it's like you're holding it all together. So there's not as much opportunity for, it's like more just, okay, I'll just listen then. Cause you got this, you know? And so it just, it was sweet. Like it was sweet to see you. It, I also always love to see you a little bit, you know, on your heel. <laughs> Twitter paid it. <laughs> yeah, Twitter paid it. Well, it's, I, I mean, I, I always love it. But well, there's I, times where I, I make them like be bitching about something, and that's draining. Yeah, I was I, just curious if you had a sense because you were you were definitely I wouldn't say energized by what I was talking about, but you were engaged, which is different than if I come home and I'm like, well, the topic that you're that's when you're like clamp it down, stuff it, yeah, don't express it off, yeah, don't have your experience, yeah. <clears throat> Shut the hell up. Don't have your emotions. Yeah. Go to the basement. 
Um, so that so essentially, the nature of what you were speaking to was familiar to me in a, in a number of different ways. So to dovetail on what I was saying around, you know, you weren't self governing is the the content of what you were speaking to the things that were aggravating to you you were just in your you were just expressing from part let's just to use parts language like you were expressing from your parts you had one part that was aggravated you had another part that was like kind of exhausted and just like whatever just kind of done you had another part that was um angry and wanting to push back and and all of those parts, because I know you so well, all of those parts I know are related to old wounds in you, burdens that you have carried in your, in that they have carried in your time. And, and so my, uh, like what was different for me, it's not draining when I'm, I can appreciate that. I was able to just stay in a place of calm and, and openness to, you know, I just stayed, essentially just stayed curious to what was going on for you and I just had some appreciation because I was able to see that um you weren't fully eclipsed by the parts but you were just kind of bouncing around by these parts with these parts in the name of like getting them to have a voice getting them to be seen and heard Mm -hmm. I think I think what I'm hearing is like where bitching is draining for me if I'm listening to someone bitch is that there's a a sense of there's like a, there's an element of blaming. There's not an element of taking responsibility. So it's just a matter of like, man, nah, 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 that's wrong. That's wrong. There's really not an, uh, uh, it's not going anywhere. It seems to be stuck. And maybe what, what you were witnessing this morning was an actual movement of energy. I'm, I'm, with, I'm holding this energy. I don't want to hold this anymore. I want to move this in a safe place and get it out and move through it so that I can access, reaccess more self-led energy. And for those listening, um, the language that Allison and I are using is borrowed from IFS and go listen to the interview that I did with Richard Schwartz a while back. Um, so this core self, more of this core sense of self was well, so funny. I was, just re- I was just remembering how you... <laughs> Big Dick Schwartz, Big D. <laughs> you, you went around the house for like two weeks. Big Dick, I'm going to interview Big Dick. <laughs> okay, I don't know if we're going to keep that. <laughs> he's a he's a large it's figure. Authentically you. He's a large figure yeah. in, in that His world. His name's also Richard. And he and goes by it. Dick. He does go by Dick. Yeah, which is why you... Like so I think you're turning into a sexual thing, but it's really just... <laughs> I, he's a large. I'm just remembering. He's a large, Richard. Uh huh. He says, <laughs> "Try to get yourself just out of this." Burning this bridge. Big Dick. Sorry, Dick. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your sorry, work, though. Sorry, Mr. Shorts. <laughs> sorry. Oh wow! I just shit the bed there. But um. Anyway, because there's 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 bitching that happens online and in comments, and it's just stuck. It's not moving anywhere, and I, well, I don't have to, I, that doesn't do anything for me. Okay. And then there's then there's then then we get the message, especially as men, is like don't be don't whine, don't complain, and so it gets it gets stuck, mm-hmm. and then you don't go in there, and then then you get these grumpy guys going around. They're just grumpy all the time and con- yeah, but- emotionally constipated. And then what was happening this morning, which there's times when I'm complaining and I'm doing my bitching thing where you're like, do you have a request? Do you need to go anywhere? Like you've got a thing like, let's move this along. 
And because you don't have any, I have some state. opinions about everything that you're saying. <laughs> I disagree with what you're saying. Actually, oh, okay. I disagree with. It's not that that you know. You said something earlier about like, oh, you have to. You're not doing anything with it or moving it or whatever. You said something like that. I actually don't. I don't, it was the language that you chose that I don't agree with. I, I get the whole like do, moving it or doing something with it, but the, you're talking about like comments online or whatever, if people get, it seems like they're stuff, stuck. What happens with what the, how the stuckness and the draining occurs as well as what happens with me when I'm like, do you have a request is when I'm not. I'm not in a place or no one else is fielding those tweets or whatever the heck you're referring to. No one is in the place of actually meeting that part and being curious and interested to be with that part, to actually be just be with them where they are and stay curious with what's up. And, and I think that that's actually a difference because when we bring, if we're talking about IFS really genuinely, there's time for all of it and there's space for everything that's here and everything that's here is often a trailhead to something deeper. And so, so that's what's not there. When I say, do you have a request? I'm like, I, I ain't got time for this. <laughs> like I got to, I got work to do. I got to go do something and this could take an hour and I don't like, do you need something? And there's a wallowing that can happen, right? There's a, there's a wallowing that can happen where we're not willing to actually get out of our own way where we just kind of like, oh, I love being pissed off. It but gives me a sense of self, a sense of power, self-righteousness. From the lens of IFS, though. It's welcome. That part's okay. But, but the wallowing happens. Think of, think of children, small children. When do they whine? <laughs> <laughs> when do they whine? When they not getting what they want. Yeah, when they're not when they have a need that's not getting met, that's when whining starts really showing up. If they're getting present Well, like, they have a desire, getting, a need is different. Yeah, I th I actually think that the even the desire is rooted in a need somewhere, even if it's just quality attention for 5 minutes. We've tested it on B a thousand times over. When she was younger, when she would start getting whiny, we would just get really present with her. The whining would stop. And so even it wasn't about the whining. toy or the TV. It's, no, or the it's not even whining, right? This is where we had the interview like 10 years ago when it was like, it's not about the batteries or it's not about the trash or whatever the topic we were. It's like, it's not about that. Mm -hmm. So even that is where I'm, I'm holding my stance on like through the IFS lens, if we're going to stay looking through this lens of how we be with it, really be with each other or any given part of us, then we're talking about really being with instead of not. All right. Now I want to pause. It, you know, I'm aware that you're doing your, your interview, essentially you're interviewing me. Like we're trying to have a discussion, but you're asking the questions and you can, if this is a discussion, which means that you can, you can find your curiosity. So if you, if you don't have curiosity, that's fine. There's nothing I'm curious about. But if, <laughs> if there are things that you are curious about, then you are welcome to bring them in. I want you to just drop that 
or, you know, to the best that you can, let's just drop the idea that we're sitting in front of these microphones and the screen and everything. It just, it's tough. It's tough. But if you have curiosity, then I want to invite you to bring it and not feel like the thing we, we want to try to let go is that there's an agenda. Um, even though they're, wow, it's fucking, we do have one agenda, get it in your mouth. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I just spilled my coffee all over my face and my body. <laughs> it was kind of hot, though. Especially the lady, like, wiping it. You're like, oh. oh. Big dick. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> There's the guy that <laughs> yells big dick. <laughs> you know, I uh, feel uh, really unseen right now. You do. Very civilized. I think we already established I'm very civilized and mature. Yeah. So, the... What I'm, what I'm curious about for you is watching, knowing you so personally and intimately, um, the <laughs> you're shaking your head right now. And now you're going to also pull your pants down. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fantasies. <laughs> oh, were you just adjusting your non-existent underwear? I'm paying attention to what you were trying to say. I'm trying to track this. <laughs> So what I see in you is what I believe that I'm seeing in you is this, your essence wanting to be more and more expressed in service to others as well. And so I see you sitting with kind of a question of how do I still do what I do with my clients, which is sometimes just from the outside in, I don't actually know what you're doing in here on your calls because I'm not in on the calls, but it seems like it's much more sort of achievement or oriented. It's like go creative. Yeah. Okay. And, but it's a lot of what do you want and then go get it. Like let's create steps to go get it. Mm -hmm. That kind of coaching. And what I'm, what I notice what I'm sort of tracking in you like a scent is, is that there's a, there's a, that more essential nature, capital S self led. Um, and I don't want to bring in the word spiritual cause I don't think that it, you would orient towards it in a spiritual fashion, but I do think that there's an, there's sort of a essential spiritual nature to that and how you want to integrate more of that as well as integrate more of your humor and your, you know, like what's happening for you there with your desire to do more of that, but then not also, also not wanting to be a therapist and not, you're really clear that you don't want to do therapy and IFS sort of like there's IFS coaching and then there's IFS therapy where we're working with the deep traumas. So curious what you're. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I wrote about what you're talking about in my book, and I framed it from the position of who are we when we're not in this place of protecting and pleasing and proving? Who are we when we're not always striving for more comfort, always striving for more certainty, always striving for more acceptance? And so I, 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 I threw out the idea that when we're not in those places, we actually, this part of us that just shows up, mm -hmm. that is genuinely curious, genuine, genuinely wants to explore the world and create and play and, you know, really 
explore our lives. And you, just to kind of give some applause and appreciation to you, that this is part of me acknowledging your na- that it's been in you, in your nature. You wrote that book before IFS, before you learned about well, no, the I, concept. I'd actually worked, of- I'd worked with an, I'd worked with IFS before that. I'd, I'd had Chris Burris was okay. my FS therapist. So I was familiar with the process and I had read through Including stuff. Including like the, the, this part that's burdened, if it didn't have this job or if it wasn't yeah. burdened, what would it want to do? Yeah, I was very, I was familiar with the process. I had, I had worked with somebody, Chris primarily, I think I might've worked with somebody else and appreciated the process. But I think at that point I'd seen it more as just a therapeutic process. Uh-huh. And I didn't see the through line to where I like to play, which is this, let's go create the life and the business and the relationships that we want. Yeah. So it was more like, oh, I'm stuck in this place and I can't get out of this grudge or I can't get out of this hurt or I can't get out of this fear, or this anxiety. Let me go work with an IFS therapist and heal this part. And now I can just get back to my life, which is different than what I was throwing out and say, hey, yeah, those things can show up. But we also just like what looks like most, what looks like success to most is still in this place of protecting and pleasing and proving. It's mm-hmm. still in this place of I'm, I got to be comfortable all the time or I have to be certain all the time or I've got to look good and be accepted. I've got to have status and prestige. So I was thrown out that we're still doing the fear based thing, even though it looks like we've got it all together. And I've worked with enough folks that have had it all together, I worked with even just knowing my own life mm-hmm. and having people be like, wow, you got it all together. It's like, no. I don't. I've got my problems. Like mm-hmm. I've got my insecurities in these things. So I, I think at that time I just seen IFS through the lens of this was a therapeutic thing to help with trauma and healing those bits and pieces, but I hadn't seen it all the way through. And that's why I was really excited about Richard Schwartz's uh, book, The No Bad Parts, was that he's connecting it more yeah. all the way through. And it's not just about healing, but it's also about this, these more creative areas. And so then I was like, okay, cool. We're definitely on the same page now. And, you know, I, I, maybe if I revise the book at some point, I will use more of uh, Richard's language. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but, but. So I, what's you, I'm curious. So what's your big takeaway then, not just from his book, but with what you're saying, and then also kind of wanting to loop back around this place where you were suggesting to me like where do where is it draining when somebody's kind of bitching or they seem stuck or whatever like how are you orienting what you took away from the book well i think what 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 came up for me with the book was that i didn't realize and i think this is where i could try to relate it to maybe somebody who's listening which is this not realizing that i'm playing small not realizing that i'm waiting or hoping to 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 move in a in a in a more in a certain direction and, and so yes so be, the, be specific please how are you playing small how are you waiting to move in a yeah so i would say that what what i realized as i was going more and more into this work the first part is just accessing more of that self right what's the part of us that is relaxed and calm and curious and playful and sees life sees life as an adventure to have as uh something to explore we got a limited time let's live open like like i want to have a full heart i want to mm-hmm. go and just play and 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 playful out instead of jesus is too much and i need to hide out mm-hmm. um 
I love that conversation. I love being able to access that capital S self for myself, Mm -hmm. but I also love drawing that out of my clients. Mm -hmm. And I found that the more that I do that with my clients, a lot of the things that they thought were missing in their life, whether it was the money or the house or the title or the whatever seems to just relax. It's just like, oh, I thought that that was the thing that was going to bring me this state of being when it's not. I I already had that all along. It was this capital S self. And so helping them access that more, I love that. I get to access it myself, but then I also get to help them access that. And then there is something to be created from that place. It's not like we just sit there and just kind of drool on ourselves and, and look at the trees all day. It's like, okay, what wants to be created when you're not trying to prove something, when you're not trying to protect, protect and, or, or make sure that you fit in or whatever those things are, then it's like, oh, well, shit. Well, I would rather be doing X, Y, and Z in my life. And so I, I love both of those things. I love the creative process, but the creative process, helping somebody do something from the state of like, I'm gonna, this is going to be a thing and I'm finally going to be enough. I'm finally going to impress those people that made fun of me in middle school. That's, I just, I I don't have any space for that. I just don't care. And there's plenty of other coaches that will go help you do that shit, but I'm not interested in that. Right. So, but to come back to your question, it was realizing that I, what I'm not, I haven't been necessarily explicit about it. And I don't know if that's necessarily true because I wrote a freaking book about it. But there was something about landing in this place. Like, first and foremost, I really want to help folks access that. And that is the starting point. Let's, let's, Let's really develop the practices or let's really develop the process that helps you access that state of self first and foremost. And I think, if anything, I was playing a little soft there and like, well, you know, if there's... We'll see if that gets worked in. And sometimes they're not ready to go there because it's just not on their radar. They're not, they're not aware that they're, they, they're eclipsed and they're in that place of protecting and pleasing and proving. Until they get stuck, they're like, shit, this doesn't work anymore. What's going on? I say, well, I've got an idea. Are you open to trying this? And then we start to access self and it's like, holy shit, this is amazing. Now I, wanna, now I see what I really want to do. Now I have access. I've got all this clarity and this sense of direction. This feels a lot better. So I'll just pause. And so coming back to what's happening for you like where are you holding back where are you wanting to bring more but you're not really sure how like you the places where you're essentially having a parallel process with the people that you coach for different context maybe your content but but like it's not dissimilar i think that i don't know if it's necessarily that as we're kind of pulling it apart i don't think that i'm acting out of alignment, but I don't think, I I think there's a way where I could lean into it more and be more out with it in my process. I think if I look at my website, there's nothing in there about creating a self-led life. There's nothing, there's, I don't think there's anything on there right now that is like, yes, I'm going to help you access this state Mm -hmm. or this way of being, I should say, it's not a state. I'm going to help you access this way of being, and then we're going to create what you want. And the concern is that, oh, if I did that, then nobody would want to work with me. There's the part that shows up, which says you can't really be who you truly are. You can't really state what it is that you really want to do because that will be the thing that screws the whole thing up. And that's just this script that I can run on myself and that so many others run. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's this thing I'd really love to be doing, but if I really leaned into that, it would blow the whole thing up. Which is weird enough because that's essentially what I help people overcome every day. That's why I'm inviting you yeah. to speak to it because everybody, no one is immune to this, in, including the guy that writes books about it and teaches it and 
interviews people and integrates this concept into who he's interviewing. Right. I think, I think what was happened, what's happened for me lately is was more like you get to really take your seat there. Mm -hmm. That it was, it was much more about living that self led life. Mm -hmm. Whereas before it was more, we're going to create some things. And along the way, you're probably going to start to access more self if we work together. Mm Mm-hmm. And it may just seem like semantics here, but I think for me, it was just more of a like, no, motherfucker, this is what you do. Yeah. Well, I actually see it. I see you integrating the concept differently with your people. Um, You've always been, I'm just going to use a metaphor that's common here, which is like, you've always been the rock, right? Like you're you're the leader, the manager, the, the, you know, you're the rock, you're the person that people go to, including me that go to, it's like, ah, I'm wigging out or I'm losing my, I'm off center. I'm at whatever's going on. And you're, you're able to basically be the surrogate capital S self for, for me and other, I'm sure coaching clients and other people in your life, friends. And so I've certainly witnessed that and you're good at that. All of that is amazing. And it's almost like you're gifting it back to them now. You have this language or you have this sort of access or bridge now to be able to offer it to them. Like it seems like there's a thing that you've grokked with this in yourself. Like the concept that everybody has a core self. Everybody has capital S self. Everybody. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter what you've been through. Everybody has it. And that you're putting more trust into that and more you're wanting to facilitate that more with others just as much, just as with yourself. Is that, does that feel accurate to you? Instead of you being the one to hold that seat for others, you're, you're essentially inviting them to hold their own seat there, like helping them find it for themselves. Yeah. I think if anything has shifted is that, um, you know, as we tease this apart, it's, it's really recognizing that there's value there. I think if, if anything, I'd made a, an assumption that folks don't really want this way of being so much. They want the outcome. That's why people hire coaches. They, they want an outcome. And so I'm going to hire this coach and we're, this person's going to hold me accountable and challenge me and support me to go and create this outcome. That's essentially the coaching one-on-one context. For a lot of folks. Rooted in a part. <laughs> well, it's just, that's just kind of a model, right? That's just part of the model. Like I would hire a therapist. I want to heal ABC in my life I, so I can, you know, not be so torn apart by the stuff or, or in pain. So it's just a real basic mm-hmm. version of that. So if, I, I, if, if anything, I got a little fixed on helping people create those outcomes when really I needed to own that I was really helping people access a way of being. Mm-hmm in the world. But I think a part of me, and maybe this was just the, the, the part of me that is the one that takes care of, uh, you know, provides for the family and, and those types of things. Like you can't do that because people won't pay for that. Yeah. I saw enough kind of broke shaman types, weekend shaman types in Boulder and whatever that were kind of all about this state of being stuff. And it was like, yeah, they couldn't freaking keep the lights on you know, mm-hmm. or they were trust fund kids or whatever, you know, they had some other means to have them support. And so I think, I think from a nature of survival, we're back to that kind of survival mentality is like to survive. And, you know, I use that 
loosely, but to provide for the lifestyle we had, I needed to focus on ABC, talk about that and present that. And I think what's been changing, especially with my clients more and more, they're like, holy shit, this, this helping me access this way of being like the outcomes are cool, but this is far better. This is far better. This is something that I will treasure for the rest of my life is being able to access that. I'm not giving it to them. I'm just helping them access that for themselves. You seem to be grokking that, that your capital S self can be the one that's in relationship, that's leading the way for all the other parts that sometimes get freaked out and get, get scared or want to protect or want to prove or want to please or whatever they're going. And you're experiencing that with you too, because of course, what I want for you is to see your, your humor, your irreverence, your love of racing and cars and women and beauty and art and music and, and, but mostly like your <laughs> irreverent humor <laughs> and, and, and also your essential nature of this steady, wise, you know, um, really leader, like ability to draw out gold. And I want that for you. And so that place of like, where, where do you, what part speaks up of like, I can't provide for my family or how is that working as a system in you when that part shows up and says, but I can't, I'm, I'm the one holding down the fort here for everybody. I can't, and there's not uh, danger, danger. Yeah. I think that that's essentially it, which was coming to this realization, like it really landing the next level, Mm -hmm. it really landing in the place of, oh, wow, this is my calling. Like, this is what I do. I've always had a knowing, Mm -hmm. but here's the next like oomph of it, that it's really about helping people live a self-led life to use that, uh, that term. And then starting to realize there are ways that I could live that more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So here's, here's, you know, on a fundamental level, that's at the core of the work that I do, but it's not that explicit. Mm-hmm. It's still kind of hiding it's, that's out. That's right. I remember you, gosh, I don't know how long ago you were like, I think I might need to find some language for this. <laughs> right. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I think, it, I think something's starting to shift here. Or at least I was willing to I'm starting to challenge this way. Like, are there places and is there this part that's like, no, you need to keep that down low because that's going to push people away. That's going to push opportunities away. If you lead with that, it's going to be too weird. It's going to be, you know, whether others going to think. Right. And so they're suddenly not going to see the value in what you offer. And I'm starting to be like, I don't know if I, be- I just don't believe that anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. believe that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, you know, it's, it's like wanting to lean in, be a little more explicit about it without having to talk shop necessarily. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, finding those places where there's that pinch of, I say, I really believe this, but I'm not acting in alignment with that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, my actions don't in life. Fully. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's places where I could be more mm-hmm. in integrity there. Mm-hmm. And there's always a little pinch. It's always like, Oh, mm, I could, I could, I could lean into that more. So I think that's the shift that's happening now. Still a question mark of what that looks like, but this conversation is a step in that direction. I've had several times as we're talking here today, I was like, there's no way I'm releasing this. This is just not valuable to people. <laughs> like that part's just showing up. Like this isn't valuable to people. They're not going to be served. They're not want to go deeper into conversations with you or explore coaching or whatever that might be. And it's like, okay, thank you. I hear that part. But nonetheless, yeah. what, what if it does serve somebody? 
that's how, how it happens. Like with this, there's no one session where it's like, Oh, like suddenly all of my parts are well, that is the, and yeah, Well, that's the process, right? Is you can have access to that in a safe environment, yeah. you and I talking, and then it's a matter of going out in the world. And that's where the coaching process comes in. Yeah. Right. So me client and myself are having a conversation. They access the core self. It's like, wow, I have this clarity. Now I would do this. And it's like, great. So when are you going to have that yeah. conversation? There's this, Oh, there's the contraction mm-hmm. there. There's the parts that show up. They're mm-hmm. like, you can't do that. You can't tell your wife ABC or you can't request this of your business partner. And that's where it comes in. It's like, okay, you have access to this big S self now. Mm-hmm. How do you want to act in alignment with it? How do you, and it's a continuing process. Like you said, it's not a finish line, mm-hmm. but that is where I love that process, which is like, oh, I couldn't possibly do that. And they do it. And they're like, it was no big deal. Holy shit. Yeah. It was like, it was, everything was fine. But that is where to me, like that's where it goes hand in hand. I, I don't want to just help people access self and then it's done. It's more like, okay, now let's go get out in the world and let's go act in alignment with this because that's where things really get exciting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even like with a client recently talking to me, he just, he was praising me at the end of the call and it felt so good. But he was like, I don't think you realize like you helping me means you're helping all of my 40 employees. Mm-hmm. Like it's rippling mm-hmm. out into these areas. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow, that's the more that he accesses that in himself, then it, 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 it ripples out and it invites that from the people that are working there. And that's, that's where I get lit up. I couldn't, I don't want to give that, that part of the process up. Cause I love that. Let's go out in the world and let's go create from that place. Anything you else you want to name or bring anything living and stirring in you right now? I do want to name that I've, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm realizing that you are inviting me to bring more of all of who I am into what I do, <laughs> How including are you my humor. Are you breathing? I am. <laughs> into including, that. including my humor, including, you know, my, the beliefs that might be a little weird or the, yeah. you know, all of this stuff that, and I just feel really fortunate. Mm. I've been in relation before you and I were together, I was in relationships where, and I still have friendships that are that way, where it's just like an eyebrow goes up. Like, really, dude, you're going to. Like that's, we don't talk about that here. We don't bring that in. And you've, you've always been like, yeah, come on, bring it, bring, bring all of you in it. It's always welcome. And I just, I don't want to, it would be easy for me to kind of like, oh yeah, that's just normal for us. But I know so many people that I coach that their partners are not on the same page. Their partners are really uncomfortable with the aspects of them that rock the boat. You know, if, if the context of their relationship is to simply just, just make, just don't just make sure I'm comfortable and make sure I feel safe and make sure I feel accepted and don't do anything outside of that. Mm-hmm. And you've, you've always been willing to push me and say, I think there's more of you that can come in and it might make me uncomfortable. It might be, it might be a little shaky here, uh, but I want all of you here. I'd rather have mm-hmm. all of you here in the room than, you know, just the parts of me that make me feel safe and comfortable. If these interviews are helping you, please leave a positive review on whatever podcast app you use so that others can discover the show more easily.